What is up and welcome in to the Easy Smoke and the GM Podcast. I'm your host, Ezra McCann, and I'm joined, as always, by my outstanding co-host. He's a Chicago Public League legend. He's a Simeon legend. He's a Grambling State Tiger legend. He plays second base for them back in the day. He was all swack. It's Brandon Williams, a.k.a. Coach Smoke. And we've got our NFL draft analyst. You know he works for NBC Sports Chicago. You can catch all his work at everywhere. NBC Sports Chicago everywhere. Yeah, yeah, he's, <laughs> man, he's been on just about every podcast you can think of, man. He's so popular right now. He is Glenn Morgan. Gentlemen, what's going on? It's been a while. Glad to see <laughs> you. Wow. Man, miss, miss you guys' faces, man. What's going been on? Been a while, man. Been a while, but yeah. we here. Yeah, it's been right. a minute. That's right. We here. Summertime, you know, it's yeah. uh, a lot of vacation, a lot of family time together. Yeah. Absolutely. That, that's, our, that, that's our story and we're sticking to it. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> that's it. So a lot, a lot of stuff to talk about here. Uh, we're going, this is as we record, we're in the middle of uh, the second round of the NBA draft. Uh, our team, unfortunately, does not have a draft pick this year. Talking about the Bulls. So <laughs> and that ends our podcast thank That's you for it. listening yes <laughs> no we'll get we'll get to them later on but uh in this draft obviously the number one pick when we've we've known this for the last couple of years is victor Wimbiyama. uh he goes to san antonio brandon miller from alabama uh went second to uh charlotte scoot henderson who i think is probably the best name uh we've had in a while here uh, he goes third to Portland. Um, I'm in an and and Asar 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 Thompson the twins the Thompson twins the that's Thompson how I know twins. them. Um, <laughs> they go to uh, Houston and Detroit, Detroit uh, respectively. Yeah. Um, and then there's the rest of the draft. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but but Orlando, which had I don't our know pick. who most of these guys. Orlando, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, which, yeah. I was gonna say Orlando, which had a which had our pick, uh, took Jed Howard. Which, by the way, I did not know that he's Juwan Howard's son. And yeah, he from Michigan. Who I, knew? Yeah, I didn't know either. <laughs> I didn't know either. You learned so much tonight on draft night. <laughs> Wish I would have known that. But uh, Wimbiyama, that's I think that's the that's the big story here. Um, they're saying this kid, seven foot five. Is going to be a generational talent. Do you do you yeah. do you see that in him? No, 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 uh, not at all. I'll say it. We we've seen this move before, you know. So the caveat of if he stays healthy, maybe you know seven five with that slim frame. We 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 know the we know the history there, you know. So for me, that's why I'm not so excited about. Wimby as everyone else because he's gonna have to prove it to me he can he can survive with that stature and if he survives then then we'll see I I do I do like the talent but but the stature gives me major concerns uh yes everything you said times you know exponentially <laughs> so because I, I look and I'm like man I, I just see a crossover that he's going to try and do and the lay's going to go one way and the bite's going to go mm-hmm. a different way. Um, I, I have bad visions of Ralph Sampson. Um, 
Sam Bowie, and he's not as thick as Sam Bowie was. Sam Bowie was was a thick dude, you know, comparatively. Um, I look at, you know, he's not he he's he's more his agility and his his um, how can I say it? he's more coordinated to me than Manute Bowl was. Um, but he's about as skinny as Manute was. Um, he, even Porzingis is a little thicker than him. And, no, not 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 as skinny as Manute. Uh, maybe maybe not when Manute first got there, but towards Manute's end, Wemba's not very big, dude. He's 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 not. He's thin. He's, he's thin, bro. Like his court, like I, I watch, I see him play, and I'm like, I I see. I see the heart of his athleticism. I see him playing with heart. You know, I see him playing with, you know, like I'm going to do these things to you. And there are times where, you know, he plays with a certain intensity. I won't say physicality, but a certain intensity that, that, that resembles or at least should be palatable to this NBA, this, 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 this iteration of the NBA nowadays. Um, And there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of, you know, interior physical play like it used to be. It's a lot of perimeter play and guys going to the back. So I, I think he can survive to some degree because he won't have I, – I don't think his body is necessarily going to get abused by other players. There's not a lot of that kind of physicality in NBA nowadays. I just – I see him having non-contact injuries, you know, mm-hmm. where it's a ligament here or, you know, Similar a knee issue here. Say it again? Similar to Chet. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about him, right? And and it's just like it's like we'll see. I mean, the the only thing that makes me feel hope, I shouldn't say hopeful, but the only thing that that makes me think, well, maybe, is because he's been playing for some time now against grown men, and I I haven't heard any stories of like you know prolonged you know injury hiatus type kind of thing. You know, so I'm thinking just maybe and the NBA is not the NBA of the 90s or early 2000s in, in some ways. So possibly. But, I, you know, I, I saw him when he was playing against Scoot Henderson and Scoot basically did a layup against him. Thinking like, really? It's, it's Scoot. Now he also he also got him pretty good with a block, too. Yeah, and that's going to happen. And it should happen. It's just I'm like in Scoot, you know, the name would imply he's super fast, but to me, I'm like Scoot moves around, but he doesn't. He's not like super quick kind of dude. He's just no. Uh, well, I'm talking when I say super quick, I'm talking like Derek, 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 Derek Rose. I I think he has that. I think he has a Derek Rose first step. Mm, I think he's. I think he's got a burst, and I think he has a. I think he has a nice physical burst, but. I don't. I don't see him. To me, he reminds me a little bit of the dude who's in Minnesota, um, Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards. An- Anthony Edwards. Um, in terms of how he goes to the cup, the physical. I'm not saying he's slow. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say he doesn't have any quickness. I'm just saying, to me, he's not like. Like when I hear the name Scoot, I think Allen Ives. I think that kind of speed. I think that kind of quickness. I don't think Scoot has it. Just his size alone, almost kind of. I don't even think he's as what quick is- as. I don't you, even think he's as quick as uh, as as, as Lamelo. I think Lamelo's quicker than him than Scoot. I find it interesting. Oh, my, my, I, oh go on, go on, go on. Finish your point. I'm sorry. No, all I have to say that I, you know, if someone, it's, it's, I, 
you know, the quickness of the level, there's going to be an uptick in, in, in level of athleticism and quickness and, and what have you when he gets to the NBA. You know, because playing in France, that's and they're grown, but that's that's one kind. But now it's like, dude, you're facing some of the best of the best of the best. And I can see people taking it to him a lot. And I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Is he going to be somebody like where? What is, is he going to be? Someone that's unstoppable offensively, or is he going to be someone that you know makes you change your game defensively, um, or is he somewhere in between? I mean, I don't know how. Look, you have something to work with. He's seven five. He has a lot of skills. So you're, you know, you, you know, <laughs> that's a lot to work with. Just right now, I have a hard time kind of seeing like where do I employ this guy to where we leverage his skill set against the rest of the NBA to where he's going to be that guy. Like, like when David Robinson came out, you can kind of see like, okay, this dude's going to be able to do this, 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 and this. When you look at someone like um, Lamelo coming out, I know they're different heights and different different positions, but you're like, okay, this is what's like. When I look at Wiemba, I'm like, okay, so you're not a post player. Are you really someone that I want taking people off the dribble all the time? Are you more Przingis? Are you better? I, I don't I don't know where to leverage him. See, is, is he your power forward? Is he your stretch five? Is he a really tall seven the, five the small ultimate, forward? The ultimate positionless basketball player. And which makes me go, where do I use you? Because are you bringing the ball up the court? Are we, run, are we running the offense through you? How how does everyone else play off of you? As 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 potentially limitless as his skill set seems to make you imagine he can be, I have a hard time imagining how I can employ him. But I'm not a coach, and I'm not an NBA guy, and that's you know that's that's going to be their their job and their task. It's going to be, it's going to, and how does everyone else work around you? It, he it, it, he's going to present up. I think I think. I think he's going to present problems to his own squad before he presents them to the NBA. I guess that's what I'm kind of saying. I don't, I don't know what to do with him. I just worry. I worry that, um, you know, coming into into the NBA where the the best of the best are playing, they're going to get physical with him because there's there's been times where he's he's been dealt with in the Euro League, mm-hmm. uh, but he gets physical and he may lose some confidence. I hope he doesn't. That that doesn't happen to him, um, but skill wise, I mean the dude, the dude can play, man. And maybe you don't right off the bat let him, you know, uh, uh, be your your top offensive weapon. Maybe you let him settle into the game because defensively, I mean he he's he's a shot blocker, man. And yeah, you can't you can't deny that. So just it's about I think it's about those, these first couple of seasons. Just him gaining confidence in his game, and I think after that he can he can flourish. Um, but it's, flourish yeah. offensively? Is that, I mean, yeah, so yeah, absolutely. He, so uh, he's just how the, does the the, how dude, does he... the the dude can shoot from long range? He can handle the ball. I mean, sure, he doesn't show it, but if you need him to get in the post. They're gonna pop's gonna be able to teach him that, and and Tim Duncan is is gonna be working with him as well. Um, I uh, sky's the limit for him, man. In my opinion. So let me ask you guys this: Is he 
the wit is he does he is his ceiling begin or hover around the Witsky, or is it more where Przingis is? Might be better. I say. Might be higher. The ceiling is the roof of this guy, man. <laughs> the ceiling is the roof. <laughs> it's the roof. <laughs> I, ah, as good man. as good man, as good as Dirk was, man. I, I, he he can be better because Dirk Dirk know. really wasn't a Dirk wasn't a defensive presence, right? Not at all. Not at all. This but dude, you, this dude can play some D, man. You, I, he can be the offensive player Dirk was. I. That's what I'm saying. The like, skill, the skill set he has says that yes, he can. Uh, yeah, he I don't know. I don't know. I, set, I don't. I don't like like and like you said. I don't know how it translates into the NBA. That that's my thing. We you know we we we're gonna see. But if you just base it just as a as a projection off the skill that he's shown, oh, I mean, Mark he, he, Daly just got the, the 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 game he played against uh, um, uh, the G League Elite. Or not with ignite. Ignite. ignite ignite I get I get overtime elite and ignite mixed up. Uh, the game he played against ignite against against Scoot Henderson. He put up thirty seven mm-hmm. points against those guys, man, and, and those are grown men. You know, mm-hmm. so they're not they're not all that good. Though. Yeah, and no, no, I'm not saying he's gonna average. Yeah, clearly he's not gonna average thirty seven a night. No, but I he's gonna he's gonna I think he's gonna show something. Okay. We're gonna see. Wait, wait, wait. We're gonna see. Let, we'll we'll see in a couple of weeks at, at 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 summer league. Summer league, yeah. Is, do you yeah. let him play summer league? He said he's going to. He play said he's summer. playing. Yeah, yeah. Why? Why well, not? I know because I just I see him as fragile. <laughs> I got a hard time. I don't he's think so he's, I don't think he's had I don't think he's had a, a injury history. No, that that you shut him down. I mean, he's not, you yeah. brought up you brought up uh, you brought up Sam Bowie. Sam Bowie had leg issues dating back to college. True, you know he was he was True. fragile coming in. I don't think uh, uh, Victor Wimbiama has that has that uh, uh, that injury history there. Um, so no. I'm not I'm not too worried about that. But if you look at I mean you you go into history of guys that size, because um, right. Chen ain't had that injury history, and then it was a weak as it was at that little open run. That they was at with LeBron, the uh, DeRozan, and all them were. At. Yeah, and that's where he got. Yeah, and yeah. and it it was literally just no. somebody clipped him at the knee, and he's not he's not Chet Frail either. Let's. It, man, I don't know, man. I don't know. Man, it, I don't man. know. Chet, Chet, Chet is man. Chet is is all bones, man. <laughs> I mean, when when Wimby got a little, he got a little something on him. Not much, I grant it, but he, he's not Chet. Chet well, small. Don't, don't forget, man. TV puts twenty pounds on. Him. I'm just tripping. <laughs> <laughs> man, but I mean, you look at. I mean, and I know he he doesn't play, but I mean, Rick Smith was seven four. He had a long, uh, uh, a very long career. Mark Eaton had a had a long career uh, at seven four. Those are thick uh, guys. You're talking about too, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Rick Smith wasn't really. Thick and 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 compared to this guy, yeah, well, compared to this guy, guy, yeah, maybe yeah, they're over, but, they're obese compared to him. <laughs> wait, wait, let me see. Rick Smith only he played at two fifty. Yeah, and, uh, and these guys were role players. Yeah, but we, then I look at 
they're calling this guy the greatest prospect since LeBron. See, that's just like I, I, don't, I, I don't. I think that they, you know, that's unfair. Like, that's really unfair. I let me ask it, you. Go on. Uh, I know. I was gonna say. Let me ask you all this. So, to cons- and I'm not saying year one. I'm not even saying year two. I'm saying year three going forward, probably. What would make you feel? What what kind of stat line are we looking at to feel good about what this young man potentially should be offering, considering his size and his supposed you know skill set that sets him apart from anybody else at his size? So are, are we looking at you know twenty seven, twelve, six assists? We're, we're looking at this at his at his three peak, blocks at his peak, or um, like uh, right uh, away. No, 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 not right away. I'm, I'm, saying, year three. I, I'm saying by year three, four going forward. We, we, you know, because I, nowadays, you know, you don't I want, want 20, I want 20, 20, 10 and, and four blocks a night. So, okay. What I'm saying is you're the number one pick in the draft and you're supposed to be this, you know, uh, generational talent. What makes me feel like you've, you you are this generation because 2010 2010 at 2010 at 22 is not is not good Vucevic can give you can get almost give you 2010 the defense i'm saying i'm saying you said you said a year three though yeah but the the deep the defensive prowess has to be the catalyst yeah okay i'm I'm asking what's gonna what's gonna make him generational because to me generational and maybe and let's say let's let's take your point is and say okay when he's at his apex it's year six or seven or whatever NBA guys seem to let's say Michael Jordan, you won his first championship year seven or whatever. Let's say it's six seven. He's grown into his man body. Because how old is right. Mambo? Like like twenty one, right 20, now 21? he's nineteen. Nineteen. Okay, so yeah. so let's say he's twenty five. All right, so that's a good six six and a half years, give or take. Okay, so he's twenty five, and twenty five to to thirty two is going to be his, you know, his his that arc, his professional athletic arc or whatever. So. And he's supposed to be this generational talent. What are you like, Tim Duncan? What was Tim Duncan giving you when he was at his gener- when he was at his, uh, his 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 maturation as as a, as a as a as a basketball player? Was he giving you like 25, 12, and like you know four Let's assists go. and a, and a block and a half? MVP. Tim won an MVP where he barely was over twenty. Uh, at twenty, we said at twenty six. Yeah, like 25, 26. Yeah. At 26, Tim was averaging 23 points, uh, 13 rebounds, and three blocks. Okay. So if he's not at least doing that, then I feel like I got sold a bill of goods. Because he's supposed to be generational. I'm not saying, you know, he's supposed to be that dude like who sets the NBA like he is well, that's he why, is changing things. He's that's changing why things. It's unfair. That's why it's unfair to him, though. What but but is it because you're seven five doing this stuff and you're not supposed to be doing it. So you know, so he, are you telling him he's already a victim of his own what, skill set? Wait, how many so seven, are, you, how so many? are you saying so are you saying he should be exceeding Tim Duncan's numbers? I'm saying he should be, especially since Tim's working with him. Yes, I, I, I'm. Here's the thing. So, you, so I, you're, I, basically, me, you're basically saying that 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 by year six, he should be the greatest. What's Giannis doing? Front court player of all time. What's Giannis doing? Because Giannis is a seven footer, right? Six eleven, seven foot. He ain't seven five though. I understand that, but I'm I, you're right. Seven five means 
you know, I expect you to be right. doing more because you're seven five. I'm what saying he's going to be the he's going to be the first Giannis, seven five player that's doing something like this. Whatever, man. What is Giannis doing? The rest I, of them was strictly post players. What is, what is Giannis? I, that's why I'm asking up about space in the paint. That's why I'm asking about Giannis because Giannis is not a post player. Yeah, I'll a say, face-up player. What I'll is Giannis doing? I mean, you you're right, but Giannis is a freak athletically. You know, so you no, I'm I'm not disputing what you're saying. Like, ain't this. Do the freak? Can he become uh, as gifted athletic? Giannis like is gonna be 29. I didn't realize that. That's what I'm saying. So Giannis is and Giannis wasn't highly touted. Giannis no, was right, a, at 26. We we they said 26 was the number, right? Yeah, either 26 or because I don't know when you come into the league. I'm saying at least six well, he, actually years he's gonna league. be the same because Giannis came in at 19. Okay. So this yes. is this is that's a perfect comp here. At 26, Giannis was averaging 28 points. Nine rebounds, uh, excuse me, 11 rebounds, uh, six assists. And how many blocks? 1.2. Okay. And so, one and 1.2 steals. Okay. So if this dude who's supposed to be generational, I'm not saying he has to be the next LeBron or whatever, but he's supposed to be generational. And, you know, you get one of those every five to seven years at whatever position or positionless basketball player you are purported to be. If what? you're this, if you're this dude, everyone's talking about you. Been talking about you for the last couple of years. You're seven foot five. You can do things that nobody's ever seen. Somebody a seven five foot, whatever, do do do. Okay. He needs to be damn near thirty points, somewhere between seven twenty seven and twenty seven plus points. Double digit rebounds. So we're talking at least eleven plus. He has to be double digit rebound. He has, has to, be. to be. That's that's yeah a, yeah. That's that's seven a, five. That, yeah. That's a mandatory. You should, probably, you should probably average 20, 20 boards a game. I'm saying 11 plus. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm really looking at like thir- – I'm really looking at – here, let me ask myself the same question I asked you. Glenn, what do you expect him to be if he's a trainer? For him to feel – for you to feel like, you know, you didn't get sold a bill of goods and overhyped dude, blah, blah, blah. I would expect him. I would need for him to be averaging 28 points, 29 points, 28.5. 13 plus rebounds because of his skill set, 6.5 assists or more with about 2.2 blocks a game. And I can take 0.9, you know, steals or whatever. So, what if- so I, so I ask you this. Okay. He does all that, but they don't win. But let's say he averages, but, but let's say he averages 23, 12, three blocks and they winning and he changed the landscape of that franchise. I was just about to that's ask what, that. Cause that's what Tim Duncan did. Yeah. Tim Duncan numbers wasn't astronomical, they were but, winning. but, but you felt the presence of Tim Duncan. You get what I'm saying? So what if, what if that's the case? You get what I'm saying? That's I'm, I get what you're saying, but I don't want to get caught up in just the numbers. If the winning comes and the numbers aren't as productive. You get what I'm saying? So, I so do. I don't want to limit it just to the numbers. You know, I, I, I feel you though. I, I kind of have that same expectation, but I'm like, when you really look at Tim Duncan numbers throughout his career, and I think Tim Duncan is the greatest power forward of all time. I do. I'm a huge Tim Duncan fan. But when you look at his numbers, they don't necessarily wow you. But when you watch the games, you saw the impact. You know, so it's like 
what it what about something of that nature i i hear what you're saying and it it, <laughs> it, it, it is such a it is, it is such a conundrum because basketball probably out of all professional team sports maybe soccer might be a close one in some ways um I say that because on soccer, sometimes you play defense and offense, you know, with your position. Not yeah. always, but sometimes hockey does a little bit too. Uh, and maybe hockey might be a good comparison too. But basketball, more than any of those sports, because of the, the 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 amount of scoring that an individual can generate and how much that can carry a team, the individualized aspect of a team sport is so difficult to 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 judge someone's success by because you can be a Barkley, Carl uh, Malone, and all these other guys, uh, Patrick Ewing, and never win a championship. But it shouldn't diminish your greatness. It, but it but when you start reaching the stratosphere because of either your talents and the, those others who have attained certain success, you start to be, get judged a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. so to speak That's true so i.e Jokic this past year you know it Giannis was like, before okay. him and Giannis before him but with Jokic, it's like all right you got two mvps that was Giannis. Giannis was back to back with a with a uh defensive player of the year right so uh, <laughs> what can what, what can you do you know it, but but you're asking a person and again both ironically all three of these guys are small market teams you know can you carry this team to a final and then once you do that, can you do it again and again and again? So to answer your question, I think although they're different players because Tim was a post player, yeah. and with with Game Victor, was different too. right, right, and with Victor, you're asking him like, no, we need you to be more creative because you have this skill set. Tim didn't have that kind of creativity. Uh, passing, well, sure. we got, wait, we got to see what Pop wants to do with him first. Well, which is really a really interesting dynamic. And, you know, I, I like Pop. I, I don't know if the game has passed him by, and I'm being a bit of an ageist as I say that. Um, you know, i.e., are you set in your ways? How how fluid is your, your thought process when it comes to someone who has a dynamism that we haven't seen before at this level? We've seen it a little bit. We've seen it a little bit with Przingis. Uh, we've seen a little bit with Giannis. Giannis is more of a physicality, you know, in, in a lot of respects. And Giannis' game has continued to improve. And Giannis is nowhere near as skilled as I think this young man is in terms of not even close. Yeah, in terms of you know what he can do with the ball. You know, Giannis is kind of a bull in a china shop. This guy's more finesse. Um, so, I, I think to answer your question. I, he can do those things where it's like maybe the points aren't aren't the the, the major aspect of his mm-hmm. contributions, and you know you still I still need that double digit rebounds. But I think for him to answer that question, for him to be effective, he needs to be getting me close to eight eight assists a game. He he needs to be mm-hmm. like 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 almost like Jokic, like Jokic, but but with a flair. You know, like 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 the pa- like the passes you're giving are the kind of passes. It's like, dude, like he's dropping them off here, and because of his height. He can see and get it to you better differently than anybody else ever has. And um, you know, and that's that's a maturation to his game that he would have to evolve to. You're not going to come in doing that necessarily. I don't expect him to come in doing that. You know, like I don't expect him to be LaMelo, you know, with the with the basketball or even LeBron with the passes, but you know, you need to have that at some point 
that type of effectiveness like Elijah Wan, you know, where Elijah Wan, Elijah Wan to me is still one of my, like you, you were talking about Tim Duncan. For me, Elijah Wan is like my favorite center of all time. I'm not saying he is the best or the quintessential center across the board, but for me, he is because he was a really good blend of power, speed, uh, finesse, force, deafness, agility, uh, skill, you know, all those things. And and I know other people have, but he's one of the very few to get a quadruple double. You know, I, I'd like to see Wiemba. You know, you want to impress me? Give me a quadruple double. Because your skill and your height says you should be able to do that. Like, you should be able to get, you know. Ask, ask a lot of the kid. I understand that. But, you know, like I said. Ask I, a lot, man. I, but, a but, quadruple but, double. But you, you ask a lot for people who are especially – Gifted and differently hey, gifted. Well, he didn't. He didn't ask for that. Well, he didn't shirk from it either, and that's a good thing for him. If he's going to approach it, that's fine. You know, the best of the best don't shrink from it. They 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 embrace it and take it and take. Look for all the things that people may have and they say against LeBron and all the you know LeBron haters that are lived out there. Lived up to it. Lived up to every bit and exceeded it. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and it's like, man, I mean, and again, no, I don't know if LeBron better posted a quadruple double, but what I'm saying is, you know, LeBron did things that we hadn't seen anybody at his size do with that kind of athleticism. We've seen Magic do stuff, but not like LeBron was doing it. <laughs> LeBron, when he was, was just like, you know, like maybe Magic. Uh, Magic didn't have the explosiveness yeah. that, that LeBron but when, but when you say that, now it makes me lean a lot towards what you're of your stand because LeBron was so highly styled and he came in doing things like Glenn say, we haven't seen with that size and athleticism able to do the way they're speaking of Wimby. We shouldn't be able to have seen a guy with his size do what he what he may do in the NBA. So I get I get it. I I, I see it now with Glenn. I see it and, and I'm kind of leaning that way. By the end of Wimby's career, it should be like we would have never thought we would see that from a player of his size and his stature. And 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 that that's where I I see Glenn going. It shouldn't be no well he was just a regular player. Like, no, it should be 7-5. Look what we were seeing from this dude at 7-5, 115 pounds. You know? <laughs> man, boy, y'all, man. y'all hard on these kids. <laughs> this kid's hey, going to average 20 or 10. He'll be like, he's a bust. No, he's I wouldn't bust. say he's a bust. But, but that's, he would, that's what but you got to Glenn, say. But to I'm Glenn's point, he would be generational. He would be generational. An, an underachiever is a bust. <laughs> no, he wouldn't be generational. No, that's that. I give you that. I give yeah, that. He that that's that's what Glenn is speaking on. He's not. He he just saying generational mean. You got to be doing some things we ain't we ain't seen before. <laughs> yeah, and, and doing it consistently. I agree. I agree. Hey, uh, the NBA. Uh, Leading up into the draft, some 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 big moves were made mm-hmm. in the last last uh, few days here. Uh, I guess the big one um, 
We should probably start with today. Yeah, Chris Paul. Uh, well, first he was traded from Phoenix to Washington. Uh, like ragdoll. Bradley Beal. And then the word was he was going to get released. And, and I know, Smoke, that's your boy. Um, where was he gonna get released? Well, no, not so fast. He now gets traded to uh, is it is it is official yet? Yeah, I mean, I think so. It should be, yeah. Uh, he's going to Golden State, uh, for Jordan Poole draft picks and uh, some cash considerations. I don't know if that makes that much sense. Uh, to I get I get what Washington's doing. Washington is just yeah. trying to trying to clear cap uh and money and 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 get picks. I get that. I don't see how Chris Paul fits with Golden State. So I don't I I have that same concern unless he's coming off the bench. But where I say I think it was it worked for Golden State is they had to get off pool. They had yeah. to. Yeah. I mean, just because of what happened. It's the situation. They had to get out pool. And they have to get Draymond back. They have to bring Draymond back. So you had to clear that big contract to bit to to pay Draymond. And Chris Paul is an inspiring deal. This right. is the last year of his contract. You you eat that. You eat that and see see what you could possibly get from him. You know, if he's willing to come off the bench, you know, a lot of people seem to think that he'll start. I don't like that aspect because he needs the ball in his hand to create, and that's not Golden State's way of of offense. And now they run, he's coming and they off. Run. The, they run, you know, and, and Draymond is kind of that guy getting the ball off the rebound, pushing the pace. You know, I'm not – I don't see Draymond getting a rebound, stopping and looking for – Chris Paul to bring the ball up. Now running the second unit, I think that could be really like so many people are looking at it like, man, that's gonna be scary. Chris Paul on the floor with Steph. I'm like, no, that's not because that don't fit the offensive style that they play. But if Chris Paul buy in, and y'all know I am not a fan of Chris Paul at all, but if he buy in to come off the bench and run that second unit. That's where it can be really scary for the NBA, to me. Yeah, if he runs a second unit like the time he spent in OKC, mm-hmm. I, I can see that being beneficial for uh, Golden State, especially in the playoffs, where yeah. where where half court becomes a bit more the norm than 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 it's not, and and a lot of times your second unit, i.e., Phoenix this year, second unit was garbage. And they had no – everyone knew, like, dude, they got no bench. <laughs> you know, you, you got to have a respectable bench when you're talking about trying to win a championship. And uh, and that, like you said as well, coming off the bench, there's less stress on Chris. Maybe he can actually last so, through a playoff. They help you. Know, help minutes down. Yeah, you know, throughout the season. And so you, you're, you're getting a healthier guy who can give you 17 minutes in the playoffs, you know, maybe 20, you know, when it, when it gets down to it. Um, but that's fine because it's not it's not starters minutes. Second unit wise, with him giving maybe about 17, 20 minutes uh during a playoff stretch, it's it's okay because it's it's still that backup minutes. It's not, you know, you're not expecting a lot from him. And then there could be times, 
you know, in certain portions of the game where his experience, you know, comes through and you have a three guard offense, maybe you're doing some small ball and, you know, you trying to change it up, you're doing a change ball kind of thing. You're not going to, you know, you, you got another ball handle out there, you know, so it's hard to double team stuff or whatever the case might be, but you're not asking a lot. So he can be that. That being said, it still doesn't set my, my hair on fire. I don't have any hair on my head, but it still doesn't, it still, it still doesn't make me go like, Oh, watch. I mean, you know, if, if he's, if this is 10 years ago, seven years ago, maybe, but right now I'm like, yeah, okay, sure. If that works for you. Yeah. I, I, to me that, that other, other moves, uh, you know, Bradley Beal coming to, uh, to Phoenix. I was going to say, let's talk about the, the original deal. Does, hey, does that does that put Phoenix over 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 the hump here in the West? Still got a bench issue, but I, I think uh, we saw that during the playoffs when um, uh, Jesus name's escaping me the the superstar guard uh, Booker 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 yeah thank you when Booker because uh, Chris got you know hurt again <laughs> when Booker actually went to having a you know made a, made a point guard or whatever they actually moved and every you know that the phoenix's offense seemed less stagnant you know and it, and it picked up his pace and all that stuff and it seemed to work especially with durant being there now you get bradley bill it's like oh man that that's gonna be hard to deal with you know um but we've also seen when you've got three super talented mega skill offensive players somebody's game suffers uh somebody's got to sacrifice something um so i don't know and neither I, you know, they still have a defensive issue they need to contend with as well. And I I, I still question what what's their bench going to look like. So uh, it's nice. It looks good. It looks interesting. Um, but until they flesh out the rest of that team, I'm, I'm, I'm in a, I'm in a holding pattern when it comes to Phoenix. Yeah. I, I'm, I agree because I'm like, yeah, okay. You got Bradley Beal. That's, that's that's special, but you didn't address. But but honestly, scoring from your starting five wasn't an issue. What's the problem? Right. <laughs> okay. So you just got another score as a that's going to definitely be a starter. You still ain't addressed the problem. It's only it's only one basketball. There's only one, and you still ain't addressed the problem, which means one of them three. They're still going to have to play excessive minutes to keep one of them on the floor. And all three of them has KD and, and Bill for sure. But Booker as of late been having injuries that has been a concern, you know, so it, I guess we'll see how they make out the rest of this roster. But yeah, it's fun, you know, at surface level them three let's see what happens but they still got work to do over there things and it's new head coach so we yeah gotta see, we gotta see how that's gonna work out too mm-hmm. um I, I i said usually when it's three we've seen someone's game suffer I, I think golden state was probably the one team when kd was there and, and i guess you know i guess clay wasn't scoring as much and i guess you know steph had to step back a little bit but somehow they were able to to work well i thought they were they were fine because they they knew they were uh they were already a championship team they had just come off the 73 win season and didn't win 
And they were like, okay, we we got to win this title. Steph's like, if I got to fall back a little bit. Right. Okay. That's what I'm saying. And the Florida offense was, it, it was it's the way of that offense. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Get and the open the, shot. Like, that's what, yeah. Yeah. That, that's what Phoenix has to figure out. Yeah. That's that's the thing. Booker, Booker want to dance a little bit. Mm-hmm. KD can catch and shoot. Bill want to dance a little bit. You know, so it's – that's that's where it's gonna get interesting. Uh Porzingis got got dealt uh yesterday. Um he goes from Washington to Boston. Um Boston also gets a first round pick in this year's draft, who actually they ended up getting who did they get with that twenty fifth pick? Um uh, Somebody who we probably don't know. Yeah, (laughs) that'd be be my guess. Marcus Sasser from Houston. I think I remember him in the tournament. Anyway, all right. Uh, Actually, actually, he's pretty. Actually, he's pretty good. All right, because my my nephew's team played Houston twice this year. Um, So yeah, he abused them. (laughs) All right. Uh, Who else did they get? Let's see. Um, uh, Washington gets Tyus Jones and Gallinari. Um, and then Memphis is three team trade. Memphis gets Marcus Smart. I didn't realize Marcus Smart was an issue in Boston. That they want to get. I don't think that was the the problem there. And now you bring another big in with with Porzingis. I don't understand that. Well, what is weird to me that they I, clearly they wanted Porzingis so bad because remember the first trade. Fell apart. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be Porzingis, Brogdon, to, Brogdon. Uh, and Brogdon to the Clippers. And who was supposed to go to the Wizards? I forgot. But but Brogdon was gone. Marcus Smart would have still been there. Mm-hmm. And then Brogdon, uh, Clippers had fear of his injury, his uh, whatever injury he has and he has so that the deal fell apart. And so Boston was eager to make this trade happen for Porzingis that they end up throwing in with Memphis with Marcus Smart. So I'm I'm like this one I'm I'm a little confused about, honestly. Well, I I get it if if Porzingis stays healthy and you know it it could be something, right? But I don't know. Well, here's the thing: even with Marcus Smart and whatever he brings to whoever he brought to to Boston, a lot of that was the grit, savvy, mm-hmm. you know, the accountability, uh, you know, the hard nose. Of, of of a team and what have you. Uh, with all that, they still lost to Miami. Yeah. <laughs> without Tyler Hero and without Oladipo and with Jimmy not being the best Jimmy. But was that because well, of him? Or was it because of I'm not I'm not saying it's because of him. I'm just, no, no, I'm not saying it's because of him. I'm just saying that with him there, they still didn't attain that. So, you know, um, 
and they got there, they got to the finals the year before and they lost, you know. So I guess the way Boston may be looking at it is, is a very a couple of different ways. Uh, if Brown stays, then great. Now you've got three guys that can get their own, they can create their own shot. Porzingis, as big as he is, he's still skilled and he can take people off the dribble, especially, you know, he'll, he'll be a mismatch nightmare for, for a lot of people. Um, and he can play with his back to the back or play in the post to some degree. I think there's some stat I saw to where he was fourth overall with points from the post or something like that. Um, and you're talking about uh, a, a potential, you know, he's what, 7-2 for Zingas or 7-3? Yeah. So is that 7-2, 7-3? Yeah. Um, and then you got a 6-9, guy in, in, in uh, Tatum who can handle the rock like he's a small forward slash, you know, he's got ball handling skills. So if Brown leaves, now you still have two scores. You still have, you know, a guy that can give you mismatch issues and what have you. If Brown stays, uh, then it's going to be very difficult to collapse on any one of those three. And their games can complement one another because Brzingis doesn't, you know, he he can float in and out of the lane. Uh, he can also be perimeter. He doesn't have to necessarily be in their way. And one or two of those guys are off the floor. Uh, Brzingis can be a focal point as well to still get his points. Defensively, he gives you a way better athletic rim protector than what Horford gives you. Um, ain't talking about a guy who also can run the floor. Uh, he plays with a certain physicality. And it gives you somebody to, I won't say he will neutralize Embiid, but he gives you someone that gives you a, a potential foil in some regards when it comes to Embiid's length. Not necessarily, not necessarily the physicality, but the length, the, the length department. Because uh, they don't really have – that's been a big problem with Boston. They've been a donut hole in the middle. Smith can't stay healthy enough. Horford is 75 years old and getting older. Um, Przingis gives you a little more filling in that middle. So – and Boston's been right there. So I, I Smart, he's not a – he's a point guard, but he's not really a facilitator in that, mm-hmm. in, in that mold. And he doesn't have to be and didn't need to be because – you know the other guys can can get their own. Yeah. You know they can they can create and where where Smart really was uh, an X factor or a factor for Boston was his defensiveness. He's defensive player of the year. That's you know getting out on the break and you know creating havoc and being a being a disruptor defensively. It wasn't his offensive aspect to it. So Przingis can give you a, a different kind of look defensively, but can still be a person who can you know block a shot and take that ball down the court and slam it on you himself. Um, so I, I can see where Boston's like, we can create a lot of mismatch. We can leverage a lot of things in our direction more so than it being dictated to us. We can dictate things more often. And we've got athletically long limb players who have a skill set that can score inside, outside. So I, I like it for Boston a lot more than what people realize. I think Smart is the sentimental favorite to keep because he dyed his hair green and he, you know, and you, you felt like he was. <laughs> you know, very, very representative of that Boston grit. But, I mean, give me 7-2 over whatever how tall he is, 6'3", 6'4", you know. So, so yeah, I can see see it. The more I look at it with Boston, I'm like, I can kind of see. And, again, it's like we got to do something different because what we've been doing is not working or hasn't worked enough. You know, it's sort of kind of so what are we really losing here? What are we potentially gaining? And I think when you weigh that, and again, the caveat, as you mentioned, B, 
is him being healthy. And having played 65 games this past season, I think they feel better about Przingis understanding his body and what he can do and where he is going forward. Hey, we got some breaking news here. Uh, the Bulls traded into the second round. Yeah, number oh, thirty-five. Wow. Oh, all right, here we go. And they pick Julian Phillips forward from Tennessee. Yeah, man, Tennessee everybody, yeah, you gotta have a ball. You gotta have a ball in your squad. The Bears know that. Now yeah. the Bulls understand that. Now we just get you know somebody on these baseball teams. We'll be ready. Yeah, that makes no sense. <laughs> well, the, six <laughs> eight. Six eight forward, average eight points, four rebounds, uh, one point. That, is, 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 that's, is, is, that's your move. You is he going to play? Yeah, right. You uh, traded into mean, that. Is, is he going to play? Yeah, I mean, if you if you're trading in, you didn't have a pick, and you trade into the second round to get somebody. He's you got to think he's he's at you least going to make the roster. You couldn't get that in free agency. You couldn't go overseas and get that. You couldn't go to the G League and get that. You had to trade into the second round to get somebody who may or may not play, who you may redshirt, who may be on 10-day contracts, who may be vacillating between whatever G League team you have. Come on, stop, man. That's your move? I'm supposed to feel good about that as a fan? Well, they had like, a Wait, they have a press conference coming up here, so they had to talk about something. Stop. Look, man, if you want to – Trade into the first round, and then I might feel you were trying to do something. Trade into the first round and get a pick between, you know, 20 and 25. And I might think, like, okay, you're on to something. You found mm-hmm. something. You know somebody. You trade into the second round, and you're telling me you're going to have a press conference about that? Hey. You know, you, you know. Nikola Jokic was picked number forty-one. We've been we've been getting that all summer with the uh, yeah. the preview to this year's draft. So hey, yeah, did they tra- thirty-five. Did they, did they trade in to get Nikola? They trade in to get Nicola. Like, I, I hey, don't. We, I don't know. Yeah, that. I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But real talk, though. Yeah, you is know there, what? Is is there a plan? No, I don't think so. <laughs> no, there is no plan. I don't Just think so. Treading no. water. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna say yes. what Bat- I'm gonna say what Batman told the Justice League when they said we need to practice to get together. Batman said, "You know what? Uh, call me when it's something important." That's how, that's how I feel right now. Don't tell me about practice. Don't tell me about some guy who's going to be the thirteenth guy on, on a fifteen man, you know, this, roster. This regime started off so well. There was so much movement. Yes, and I feel yeah, like they they turned back into guardbacks. Yes, dude, I'm with you exactly. That's... Might, have, might have been might have been too much movement, and now, like I said before, we're in a state of purgatory. Man, it's it's no one wants the contracts we have. Who wants those? Maybe Zach can't get off lines though. <laughs> Man, well, you That's know what? No I'm one, hoping no I'm hoping that gets answered. It is answered fairly, already, fairly soon. Done. Right now, it's already answered. I'm, I'm saying. So, did you see how he was moving? Man? It's answered. It no, is. I no, I haven't seen that, dude. Man, man. Lonzo's done, man. It's done, dude. Done. And it's, even it's, and even if even if he showed signs, so there's nothing. Wait, wait. I, I I understand that. Okay, he's not he's not playing. There's no way to get out of that money. No, I mean, what you amnesty? Do they still even do that? Um, I. Yeah, you still got the same problem. You still got the same problem. Who's your point guard? Well, you still need a point guard. 
I mean, you you can't. You, I, I find it very hard to be to believe as global as this sport is. Within the last two years, you can't find a point guard anywhere in the world. I yeah. even out of college or in this country in the you know, world. You know, it's crazy. Only got one foreigner. <laughs> Who? That's Vooch. But he played ball here at USC. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't even consider him a foreigner. He's an American byproduct. He's a, he's a byproduct of American collegiate basketball. Yeah. Like, no, dude. That was what we thought. You know, AK and, you know, they were known for getting right. and AK the one who drafted. Or, Jokic. Well, he got Jokic, Jokic yeah. Yeah. I, dude, I remember watching. It was some it was, it, Netflix had it, the, the Redeem Team. You know, it's a 2008 or 2012. I can't yeah, remember which year it was. 2008. Documentary. You didn't like it. Bad documentary. Well, I liked it, but anyway, I, I'm watching it, and I'm watching. I can't remember what team it was. I think it was, was it the was it the Puerto Rico that was dealing us doing do, doing it to us at some some point guard from Puerto Rico was no. just like giving yeah, us uh he was in the NBA. Right. He was giving us the business. Right. And, and then I'm watching some point guard. It was a dude from uh Argentina that was giving us the business. And I'm like, okay. And that was that that was what 15 years ago? <laughs> You mean to tell in the, in the you know we're we're talking how like from 1992 with the dream team to 2008 which was what you're talking what 16 years I guess is my math right is that right no That's eight right. Yeah. yeah okay 16 years how you know exponentially basketball globally had grown these players were raising their game and they're playing the NBA and they're competing and they're, you know to the point that we had to go and get LeBron Kobe Dwayne all these guys. It's 15 years, almost the same amount of time. You mean to tell me there's now one point guard between the height of 6'2 and 6'5 in, in the world or taller that we can't get from anywhere in the world to be well, a decent point guard? They keep getting knee injuries and, and the Bulls don't know how to fix them. Stop, man. Stop. I mean, there's not <laughs> one point guard. That's what happened. Come on, dude! In a in a guard centric league, <laughs> just, just, just think, look at the just look at the draft. I think the first center wasn't taken to like what pick twelve or something like that. It, it was like almost. I think the first ten picks went by for like for a person that considered a center was actually. That's taken. what I'm about to say. That's hilarious because the yeah. first pick was seven five, and you not count him <laughs> right. as a center. Not at all. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> it looks like more like a small full forward to me at best. <laughs> That's hilarious. And in a guard-centric league, a guard-centric NBA, you can't you can't find a person that can just facilitate. You ain't even got to be a great scorer. Just I mean, tell me you can give me like eight assists a game and and you know average four four rebounds and, and, and average like eight to ten points. And and I and and yes, I I, I love Caruso. But come on, man. We can't be the only team in the NBA with a white boy that can't shoot. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's, 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 that's bad. That's bad. You can't have that. How is it they, they don't have there, – there's no shooters out there for them. That's the other thing. You mean to no, tell me in a world. We got, we got one white boy in the NBA that plays 
obsessive minutes and can't shoot. <laughs> That's insane. I mean, what's that guy used to do all the voiceovers in a world where, you know, you know, for all those movies, movie trailer, I mean, you know, tell me in a world where there's basketball players across the universe who can shoot three point shots, regardless of the continent that they're on. Somehow the Chicago Bulls have failed to find one of them. Come on, man. I mean, even the night, even, even the Michael Jordan Bulls had like four guys that were like three point specialists. Yes, we at don't least have two or three. One, we don't have one. I mean, the closest is Kobe. Kobe's our closest three point threat that you would say he is a legitimate threat, and he should be like a, maybe your second legitimate threat in an NBA team. Hmm. I mean, yeah, we have guys who can shoot the shoot the three. I mean, but who doesn't? But I'm talking about as far as like you like you fear them. Like okay, like oh, like when he gets the ball, you're like oh shit, <laughs> you know it's going down. Come on, man. How how does that happen? We got a bunch of, of mid-range guys <laughs> that like to dribble the ball and keep mid-range it and not pass it. And dunkers. And dunkers, which, you know, it's nice. I like the athleticism, but come on, man. You, you got to spread the floor. And I, I just – I don't understand it, man. And, I, and it's like, you know, I understand this is the first year you comprise this team, like two years ago. Okay, It's like I get it. Like, okay, you know, you, you, you know it looked good that first half of the season – Lamelo, I mean, uh, Lonzo was playing, you know, and you're like, and you you had uh, DeRozan and Levine. And you're like, man, dude, these dudes and Caruso, man, they they getting their hands mm-hmm. in the lanes, and this defense is turning into offense. And man, they spreading out like, man, they can get you off the dribble. Like, man, this is looking really good, but ooh, they gonna need a couple three point shooters. But we see that. But man, it's it's such a big change around from what we were used to. And here we are, two and a half, almost three yeah. years later, saying like, they dude. Made- not even last year, a year later. Nothing. What they did, they bamboozled us. They made all the moves back to back to back to back. Like you said, got our hopes up. And then we just face, face planted. Like, <laughs> now we, we can't make a move. You know, like, and a lot of people, like I'm going back and forth with folks because they like, man, the problem is that that's because they signed back Zach. No, you had that's probably the smartest thing they did. <laughs> well, they had they had to. That's what I'm saying. Of all the decisions they made, that's probably the smartest one. And y'all being critical of that, like, well, I think uh, it all. Uh, I think it goes back to, um, and I and I hate to say it because he because he's you know he has played well. The DeRozan signing didn't make. Didn't make sense. I think I think that's that's your issue right there. Um, Stand on the road just... and didn't make sense. I wouldn't say the original signing. You could have traded him last year. Yeah, yeah. Someone would have wanted him. He could have helped a a a veteran team. They chose to keep him, thinking that they was about to get the same results. Like, like no. That could, it couldn't it couldn't have happened. It couldn't have, and I think it 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 slowed down the development of Zach and Vooch together. But I, I feel did. like that was that was going to work, you know that that inside outside that, that that inside out game, and now you're stuck with it for right for right now unless yeah. they're able to make a big move at some point. 
this summer. Yeah, they're just stuck. He could have helped New York. The Rolling could have helped the Knicks. Help, help, help! You know, balance out the 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 the, the evil that uh, Julius Randall would do to a team where he just starts, <laughs> you know, clanking them up there. But yeah, you're you're right. It's just like, you know, what do you, you're stuck? What do you do with that now? And I, it's 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 weird, dude. It's just weird to me, and, and and now you you know you we the Bulls run the danger of just falling by the wayside when you see what Cleveland has done in a short amount of time, you know, um, and that's another thing too. I don't get somebody seeing like Cleveland is a whole different team than when LeBron was there, you know. You yeah. would you would think after LeBron left that like that Cleveland should be like in 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 basketball, you know, no man's land for like the next generation. No, like about three years later, here they are. But yeah. but it's like you look at these organizations, they always got one, two, maybe three to four first round picks over like two, three years. It seemed like we always got one every few years. What what are we doing with our picks? And it's the seventh pick every time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what are we doing with our picks how can we how can we not acquire picks i don't know bro and, well, and it's the, like, you gotta use them correctly too i mean we had the fourth pick and i mean the the same thing and you take Pat. The, the celtics just got a first round pick but mark is smart like Really? Yeah. Like <laughs> it was a late first round pick, but it was a first round pick. <laughs> Look, man, as much and I think I said it before on our, our show, as much as people didn't like him as a person or however they felt about him, Jerry Krause, time and time again, maneuvered whatever it was. And how many times did he have multiple first round picks in the top fifteen? How many, I mean, how many times? Like, at least three different times. He had, like, two picks within a top 15, or I'll say top 20 easy. You look, yeah, when, yeah. He, when he took Elton Brand and uh, Crazy Man. And no, 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 not no, not Elton Brand. Metal World. Metal World Peace. What's his real name? Or what was his mama's name? His birth name? Ron, Ron Artest. Ron Artest. Ron Artest. And you look at Eddie and Chandler. You look even when he had Chris Mims and freaking uh Jamal Crawford. Yeah, that was two. Uh you know? Scotty, Scotty and Horace. Scott, Scotty and Horace. And then he had uh, three with, with Stacy, BJ, and Jeff Sanders. And, he had three yeah. in the first top 20. I mean, come on, dude. And that's like we, we just covered like a 20-year span of basketball of a Bulls basketball, and we just mentioned four different occasions. We had multiple first round picks in the top 20. And people was, and people people were giving him shit. Like, man, please. I don't know if we've had multiple first round picks since what Curry and and uh China? Uh no 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 no. We we got Maybe Dang uh, and Dang and Dang and Gordon. Dang and Gordon were the same year. Dang and Gordon. Dang and Gordon were the same year. So once uh, in the last once in the last 20 years. Yeah, because that had to be it. Once in the last twenty years, 
And like once D Rose came and we started winning. I mean, come uh, on, man. Uh, yeah, that was that was the last one. Yeah. Was J- was Jimmy? Jimmy was a late first round oh, he pick, was late right? First round, yeah. yeah. He was, was anybody? 20... Was anybody before him that uh, year? Um, no, not that year. But we wasted. Remember, Jimmy? Jimmy picks. came. We drafted. Uh, Jimmy Jeff came. Teague. Yeah. But Marcus got the wrong, Teague. We got, the, we got Marcus Teague. The wrong Teague. All right. The wrong <laughs> Teague. Um. Yeah, Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy was in a in a winning from a winning season, so they had a late draft pick. Yeah, so a lot of forgettable, a lot of forgettable first round picks where we couldn't make a mistake per se, or we had less of a margin for error, and we kept making mistakes. And now, you know, look, like I say, Cross, or not Cross, Crow, excuse me, may have been arguably one of, not arguably, he clearly is statistically he's one of the better G sports GMs we've had in the city. Oh, absolutely, yeah. May not be likable, but man, did his damn job. He just he he just as as Steve Kerr said in the last dance he just he would get in his own way sometimes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He, like, not likable, and you know, yeah. I mean, his own worst enemy. You know, in a lot of thumbs up by tenure so far with AK. I mean, the best draft pick they've had has been a second rounder, <laughs> and we had a top five pick. Under top five this pick, regime. yeah. Uh, oh, next year is the year, man. I'm telling you, next year. It's, it's it's uh you know he's he's really you know he he's really gonna find his sea legs you know he's he, yeah <laughs> let's let's move on to some entertainment here uh what's going on with the uh the twenty twenty <laughs> was it twenty the twenty nineteen draft the twenty twenty draft twenty nineteen draft twenty nineteen with Zion and 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 uh John Moran man. What's going, you know, what's going on with those two guys, man? I, I said when that draft happened, of the two, if the Bulls were able to move into that spot, I wanted Ja over Zion. I really did. I can't imagine Ja trying to do his, you know, I want to be a thug here in Chicago. Huh. <laughs> that that, that, that might have ended up with a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of cacophonous uh, shootings and, and what have you. What's I, on his mind, man? Dude, I think he didn't play too many games of uh, what's that video oh, game? Dude. No, 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 no. Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, I think he. <laughs> it's a dude. He's out there waving a little guy. I still can't get the image out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> little baby gun. Like that's all. Still, like, come on, man, stop. I, you know, I, you know, you ain't about that life, dude. You just you just signed a two hundred million dollar deal. Go be cool. Just chill. Stay off Dude. Instagram. That is not hard. Get a better, big, get better friends. Get who, better who, friends. Yes, <laughs> they don't, don't let you. They don't let you man, mess up. I'll mess be, up everybody's money. Man, I'm gonna be real. I think he's the friend. I think he's the problem. <laughs> what I think his saying. friends need to get better. Get a better friend. <laughs> I know he's the one with the money. <laughs> find, find a better person to hang on to. Because man, like. I, it was frustrating watching like the like the uh commentary on the video like the friend was recording all alone jowl in the video Jai decided to pull a gun out and the friend dropped the phone like right what are you doing like that told me that friend was trying to 
protect him. This fool is being the he the problem. So the friend was like, "Yo, yo, yo! You messing up our money? <laughs> you messing up right. our money? <laughs> they need to find I a guess. better basketball player yeah. to hang on to." That's not a problem, man. I'm I'm shocked, man. Adam Silver better than me, man, because twenty five games I think is a little Dude. light. Really, very very lenient. Yeah, so. so- so I say it's the only reason I say it's light because of the bull crap they did last season. Made him go to the therapy for like a day and talking about he was good. <laughs> and do a do an interview with Jalen Rose. That was that'll do man, it. Man. Okay. Now at that point, you know what I'm saying? You 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 do that, right? You give him the eight games, and and he goes to get the therapy, and he does the interview. Okay, that the should be it. Everything, the everything should be the therapy be done. For all of you do it again. Days. You do it again. Now you now you made me look like an idiot, right? I'm talking about talking about Adam Silver. Adam Silver. You make me. You made me look like an idiot now. So for that, I'm 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 giving you the book, man. I'm I'm at least half a season. At least. This is on par with Adam Silver. Man, he's the softest commissioner. Let, let Dave man. let they let that happen to David oh, Stern. Oh man, if that was David Stern. David Stern would have gave him two years. <laughs> if that was David Stern. Oh my God. Man, he's we, lucky David Stern. We'll be lying. talking about how David Stern bogus. <laughs> he went, he went right, right. The Players Association has an issue with Davis. Oh man, I just, I just man, don't don't mess up that money. And then and then Zion, I mean, eat your way out the league. Just, we, we seen the it stuff before. with the stuff he that off the court stuff. Yeah, I'm just gonna say, you know, find a better quality. That's all I'm gonna say. Find a better quality. She ain't even that. She ain't even that hot. Let's be real. All right. You gonna you gonna you gonna get your star. Wow. Go get your star. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know about you guys. Well, but but if you're Zion, that that may be a, a step up for you. I don't know. No, oh man. And then she <laughs> and she airing all your personal business out there, man. Come on, man. You got you got to you got to handle your personal personal stuff better than that, man. When you get that kind of money and that kind of notoriety, I, I, how you get hung up on a person when you're that young, I will never understand. I just won't. I just can't. It doesn't make any sense to me. But you ain't even got to look like nothing. You know what I'm saying? You you're you're an NBA star. You're an NBA person of note. And you're a multimillionaire. That's just, you know, and I, I know I'm going off topic here a little bit, but same thing with Deshaun Watson. Like, dude, I don't understand. Yeah, you, uh, you, you've got millions. Why, why are you going to massages and becoming a little perv and, and, and talking yeah, about yeah, talking man. about can can, can you can you shake my dingling or oh, here some some name <laughs> mentally right, man? Yeah. I guess that's what it is. I just, I'm not saying, I'm not, uh, please, I, I'm not trying to equate 
<laughs> Zion to, to Deshaun. I'm just saying in terms of no Zion. Yeah. Zion just made he just made a poor choice. That's yes. all. And, I'm, 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 and, and that and happens. Who, and in you know who he's dealing with. That's that's all that is. I'm like, well, you don't even have to, why, why we make a choice. And I, I get I get why he made the choice, but come on, man, do better, do better. What you okay? Days, explain man, it, 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 explain to me why you say you get why he made the choice. Explain to me why. You, why you think you get it? You you you've seen her, right? No, I haven't. Go go see her. Go look yeah. up. Go look up uh, Mariah Mills, it's, and then you'll, you'll see, it's... and you'll say, "Okay, she's got a body." That she's telling me. Well, I mean, if it's, you're into that, it's type an adult of thing, film. Yeah, if okay. you're into that type Darn. of thing. So. Yeah, but I mean, again, like that's that should just do like. I'm not saying she's a dime a dozen, or, but it's like, dude, she, she kind of is. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, there I'm, you go. I'm, no, I actually no, I don't believe that. I don't. <sighs> I don't. I kind of with you, like you can get somebody. You can, you can find, you can find something else. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's funny that Zion gets caught up in this situation or whatever, but Jimmy Garoppolo somehow. You know, everyone knows, you know, the, he's being teased, porn star well, Jimmy, so but it's the like, thing is, somehow, it's, you know, it comes out better. Well, well because, it, because the because, porn star wasn't on social media. Right. Trash. Airing out, airing out his stuff. That's what made it. Yeah. She was on social media, I mean, going berserk, mm-hmm. like, trashing the man. Like, so that's what made it a story. Like it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been anything had she, I mean if she didn't say anything or or I think she yeah, just Jimmy said, Jimmy you know, was just a photo that's it yeah it was a photo and you know but yeah this 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 woman was going like Zion proposed to her or something man and she she was going pretty hard so yeah you just got to be careful next time Zion yeah yeah. Just be a little more careful. NDAs, man. NDAs. (laughs) You got to get the NDAs, man. Fruit baskets. Fruit Uh, baskets. That's the man. You know what? He's the goat for a reason. All about the fruit baskets, baby. Number two. All about the fruit baskets. Goat for the reason. Hey, this is uh, uh, our episode 100. Um, yeah, we're talking about porn stars. <laughs> <laughs> that's where this podcast goes. Uh, Episode one hundred, man. Uh, it's, it's it's been a blast doing this. We started off uh, in twenty twenty during the pandemic, and um, yeah, it's just man. You know, I I enjoy getting on with you guys, and 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 and. Chopping it up, talking about sports, and um, it's it's been man, it's just crazy to believe it's been a hundred episodes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just looking, man, looking back on, I think we we've grown a lot since uh, since we started, and uh, yeah, here's to another 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 one, two, three hundred more episodes here uh, <laughs> on the so, Easy Smoke uh... and the GM Podcast, man. But it's, it's it's been real, fellas. 
When we think yeah. about it, like the three of us, I mean, I, I knew as because we worked together, but you know, I, I, you know, collectively, I don't believe you know, we didn't know Brandon, but from the moment we started, you know, if anyone listened to it, for those they would never have known that we didn't know each other. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. um, I, I've enjoyed the fact that although we're very agreeable with one another, we don't always agree with one another. And it's cool because we still listen to everyone, you know, points of view. And we're not necessarily trying to convince one another, you know, to convince you to agree with what I'm saying. We just present our points. And then, you know, I like how we listen to each other. And then we go, okay, I see that. But then this, you know, so it's 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 a way to challenge one another respectfully, you know, without challenging one another. It's just like, okay, you know, we, perspective you know yeah. and i i like I, I enjoy the perspective that we all come because it's different you know and it's cool and it's like man okay like man dude i didn't even see it that way like okay and um so that's that's been fun uh we've had our rants <laughs> you know we've had the people you know our classic players that we we do or don't like for xy xyz reasons uh and no, no matter what anyone says they gonna get, get us off that like nope sorry <laughs> I, you, you, know, you know how i feel about dude or you know how i feel about do that um i've enjoyed the guests we've been able to have uh yeah. that's that's been fun you know we don't always you know it's pretty much just the three of us but when we get our guests man again it, you would think that you know, we, we've known each other forever, you know, and it, it's not the case. So, some of our guests, we, we may have some, you know, connectivity too, but they haven't spoken to us as a collective. Yeah. And, and, and not only that, but, you know, they've all wanted to come back, you know, and some have. Um, so I, I think that's been cool. Um, so yeah, man, it, it's, it's been a learning process. It's been a, uh, an enjoyable journey. Uh, it's been something to look forward to each week. You know, I say in summer where we do this once every once a month, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but that's cool. It's cool because I, I like the fact that we that, you know, it, and it's, that's the other thing, too. Like we we never had a plan about yeah. necessarily how we're going to do this, but it's so fluid and we've learned that to adjust and, 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 and flow with it. And that's, that's the cool thing is, you know, it's that Bruce, Bruce Lee mantra, you know, our podcast is like water, you know, it just, we takes the shape of whatever it takes the shape of and we, we keep it going. Uh, But I like the fact that even though we do one, you know, a month during the summer, it lets us recharge. So we can do, had that, that drive, you know, pretty much from late August uh, into into April from A to A, so um, so yeah, man. I, I, long long way to say I I enjoy what we do. I enjoy uh, working with each other, and I, I look forward to to doing so many more of these, man. Man, man, definitely hundred episodes. Like like you say, Glenn. You know, coming in, my uncle put, you know, mentioned it to me. Say me talking a lot of stuff on social media for sports, you know, and and it finally my thoughts were finally able to come to light in this podcast. And right, you right. know, like you said, like you guys didn't know me, and like from day one, everything flowed together. Mm-hmm. Like it was like we had been doing this, and people would have thought we've known each other forever. Right, and it's just like no, it's just three men with <laughs> with honestly s- some points that we agree on, but sure. some points we don't. And but we we have a respect for it. It was a respect from day one, and 
we're able to flow off each other where we whether we agree or disagree and that's and that's what makes this so special in my eyes man like you said the guests we've had come on like bottom honestly was connects through NBC sports but like <laughs> but like to to see that those type of guys like a Kendall Gill Isaac again and think like listen to our show you know mm-hmm. and it's like that make you feel good, you know, and and right. it really make me feel good when I get like some of my guys I grew up with, you know, and be like, man, I ain't put out an episode last week. Like, what's going on? You know, it's right. like, like right. man, right. like that. Right. We really, we really, we really hold on. Like y'all really hold on to us, and you know, and man, this has been a great hundred episode. Like each one. Sometimes we go, we come out, we get going late, late, you know, but once we get going, it's like, as a tell us, we got to keep it short tonight. (laughs) That never works. (laughs) Once we get going, we get going. And and Glenn going to give us, ooh, don't let it be a a night. Glenn about to give us a rant because we going to be on here for a while. But, man, it's been amazing like i say i felt i definitely feel the growth you know in all of us definitely in myself um i can remember day one when i was telling y'all man i don't really do the research when it comes to football (laughs) and all this stuff and now like that's Mm. all i'm doing you know yeah so like i'm 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 in it deep like I'm like making sure I I I gotta be on my I gotta be on it gotta be on it you know, but man it, it's it's been amazing man and I, I truly look forward to when we get on and we talk like I say yeah the summertime be a little rough but I, I I'm always eager for football season because we we on regularly then you know so man to another like you said. Three, four hundred more of these. That's man. right. That's Let's right. Keep it going. That's right. You know, I, you know, truth be told, um, uh, we started this this podcast network, um, and uh, Rob, Rob Griggs from the Super Duper Podcast, he said we we got to have a sports podcast. And truth be told, I didn't want to do it. <laughs> Just kind of, I, you know, I I hate my voice. You know, I'll, I'll be real with you guys. I, I don't think I can do this. Um. But he said, "You got it. You got to do it. You got to do it." And they 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 kept egging me on. Finally, I said, "Okay, if I do this though, I gotta have one. I got there's one partner I gotta have, and that was Glenn. And I went to Glenn, and Glenn, you know, was was eager to do it, and he agreed to it. And then Rob came and said, "Hey, I got one more for you." He said, "I, I got a guy. He he's you know he's really good. He's highly opinionated when it comes to sports <laughs> topics." <laughs> I was like, okay, man, and 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 uh, and Brandon came on, man. We talked, and uh, he told me you, he, you told me the Babe Ruth myth, <laughs> <laughs> which by Brandon believes that that that, that Babe Ruth is a myth. <laughs> he said, I said, yes, this is this is our guy right here. He has to be on the show. So I want to thank, thank both you guys, man. You guys have made it so easy for me. Uh, to do this, like I said, I, I, I look forward every every time every time we do an episode, because um, man, we, we 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 get to talk about you know you know things that 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 we have a passion for, mm-hmm. and um, and yeah, I wouldn't 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 give this up for the world. So uh, thank you guys very much 
for 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 taking your time to do this. Uh, you know, we we greatly appreciate it. So uh, if on I that can't, note, if oh, I can't real quick, I'm sorry. If I can't real quick, it's funny yeah. as 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 much as we didn't know one another, as we grew to to learn about each other, <laughs> we realized how much more there are things in commonality. Both you guys, HBCU guys, yeah. you know, which was cool to find out. Um, both of you guys, you know, play collegiate sports, which is cool to find out. Uh, we're all three Southside guys. So there's that connectivity. Um, and although we're three different generations, I think that adds a different perspective. That was kind of cool. That, that's Absolutely. that's you know. probably the big thing uh, uh-huh. that makes a lot of this, you know. <laughs> you know, um, we all get each other's humor, which I think is cool, you know. Uh, and and I just you know it's just it's just it's just interesting and you know you're saying that it's just bringing that stuff to mind and it's like you know real quick Ez was first we were trying to figure out the name for the show <laughs> and I remember I was like I was like all right I think I got it Ez all right easy and the GM you know just the letters and stuff and then Ez was like well hey um, it's this third guy we have and um, you know we get I said all right so what's his name it's like uh his name's Brandon I'm like okay and I said well does he have like a nickname or does he have like does he go by something he he, he wants to go by the coach I'm like you're a coach but everybody's like a coach he got he got, he got something else so what do you call him smoke I was like perfect he called him smoke all right and so and dude I was playing thinking in my head I'm like easy smoke I was like dude we gotta go eat I said I, I in my mind I was, I was hoping Ez would like it I'm like all right dude what do you think about easy smoke and the G? Ez was like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I like it, you know. And that was so cool. And Ez, the whole process of of getting the logo and having somebody do the logo and design it, all that stuff, having merch, man. So that that stuff was cool too, man. I I really like, uh, you know, that that aspect of again just something else to unify and, and, and bring it together. So I just want to say that. And the last thing, uh, I just want to thank everyone who has been listening and still continues to listen. I'm going to throw a shout out to Teresa Thompson from uh, Mrs. Thompson from uh, Chris, Chris's wife from the bowling alley. She's been one of our ardent fans as well. Uh, just recently, like Brandon was saying, she was like, so what's the problem? When y'all going to put out another episode? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so this is what I throw a shout out. To, uh, to all our fans and, and people who supported us, uh, friends, family, and otherwise, thank you very much for making the first 100 enjoyable. And uh, again, I, you know, looking forward to so many more episodes after this. That's, uh, that's right. So let's that's wrap right. it up there. That's that'll do it for this week's edition of the Easy Smoke and the GM Podcast. Uh, Glenn already thanked all of our listeners. We greatly <laughs> appreciate you. Uh, also, let's thank, let's thank Rob Griggs. Uh, Marshall Givens, Darren Sluter, all the guys at, at HP53Productions.com. Thank you for uh, uh, for nudging us on to to start this. And hey, we're, we're 100 in. So, so thank you very much. Um, you can catch our podcast on everywhere. Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, wherever you find your favorite podcast. And uh, also check out... Uh, our website, hp53productions.com. Um, and you can catch the Super Duper podcast there. You can catch the Father Good podcast there. And uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Yo, Glenn. Yeah, yeah. Please take us out. Hey, it's like we've been saying all along. We're not saying we're right, but after 100 episodes, you know we ain't wrong. <laughs> we'll see you later this summer. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.